Hello. 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 Hey guys, welcome to the episode. Here we are, episode four. We're going to be talking about Crusade. What we're liking about it, what we're not liking about it. We're also going to cover what we're doing on our hobby benches in the What's Cooking segment. And then we're also going to take a short dive into the Echoes of the Warp and talk about what's coming up in both Age of Sigmar and 40K. So hold on tight, grab the person next to you, and here we go. It's time to enter the dojo. Welcome to Snake Eyes, a Cobra Kai gaming dojo podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's time for our favorite segment. It's called What's Cooking? We're going to start with uh, JT today. JT, what's cooking, buddy? Uh, not a whole lot, actually. Uh, I think I made a, a pot roast last weekend. Ooh, kind of uh, neat, uh, Just uh, beef roast that was on sale at the store. Yeah, chuck okay. roast. Uh, just threw it in the crock pot and... Made some potatoes and carrots and onions uh, on the stovetop. Uh, I thought it was delicious, but my wife didn't eat very much of it, so I don't know what's wrong with her. <laughs> you know, for me, it's a little too early in the year yet for the pot roast. It's, it's more of a fall no, comfort food. you can food. eat that all year, all year long. Yeah, it's you, can, you can eat it. It's just, it just doesn't really uh, inspire my taste buds until the fall. Yeah, we just needed something different, and I didn't feel like getting a grill out, so that's the direction we went. Right. It was a Sunday afternoon, and... I uh, just crushed it. Sounds tasty. My, uh, my favorite part of the roast is the next day after it's been in the fridge. Oh, yeah. It's like, like congealed. You got the fat congealed oh, all over it. Yeah, God, it's good, so good, good stuff. It just melts. Yeah, I think that's what I ate for dinner on Tuesday. Sweet. Excellent. How'd you spice it up? Uh, just salt and pepper and some garlic powder, and I threw some bay leaves in with uh, with uh, roast and the, and the crock pot. Got to throw the bay leaves in. Yep. That's key. Just threw a couple, some onions and some carrots into the crock pot just to get some flavor. Nice. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, but other than that, it's about all I've been cooked that I can share that's interesting. Uh, the rest has just been chicken, pork, and uh, salads and all that fun stuff. Uh, all the, uh, the the Instagram sweatpants pictures is what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm trying to get myself in shape so I can get in those Instagram pictures myself. <laughs> uh, Hobby-wise, I finished uh, the Stalkers and the what are they, Immortus Guard? Immortus Guard. And the Mortec Guard for Ryan this yes. week. I uh, he delivered them last Friday to him. Uh, he was super happy. Uh, if I would have started working on his characters before Thursday of this week, I probably would have finished those two by tonight because they're super close. Uh, so I'll just try to knock them out this weekend uh, over the long uh, Labor Day weekend we have here. Uh, other than that, uh, I need to work on some more of my own stuff, but life keeps getting in the way. Uh, luckily... The uh, changing weather will make me slower at work, I'm hoping. So hopefully I'll have a little more time to get some other stuff done. Yeah, that'll be nice. I always look forward to that slowdown time at work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially after the long uh, pest control season over the, the warm months. Uh, I've just got a few few more weeks. First frost, that's what I look for every year. Hang in there, man. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, super quick. Yeah, actually, it's supposed to cool down a lot here in September. So I'm totally looking forward to that. Yeah, these next couple uh, days a little warm. Then, man, we're... It's going to be a beautiful fall. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, other than that, just working on Ryan's stuff. He gave me uh, more stuff to work on tonight. Yep. So, but luckily, it's all different stuff. So, hopefully, I won't uh, 
get tired of working on the same kind of Space Marine stuff. It's mostly about intercessors and the, those kind of Space Marine looking things. So some, got some different guys. Yeah, so we got Phobos guys this time. So. You got the Space Marine blues going on over there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They all look the same. That's the problem. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, that's about all I got going on. What about you, Ryan? Uh, last weekend I had a fantasy football draft in my house. Uh, so I smoked pork shoulder for 12 hours. Uh, about, I don't know, four hours in, and I said, screw it. I can do some ribs as well because they go side by side. Yeah, why same not? Temp. So, yeah, I threw on a couple slabs of ribs. So we had a nice little feast and, and party at the house. Uh, cooler was full of beer, and it was, it was a good time. Awesome. What pick did you have? Uh, I had the number three. Who'd you get? Uh, <laughs> dude, so I picked Alvin Kamara uh, for my third pick. Really? Yep. Uh I, I'm for your third pick? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. For my number one pick at number three. I know. Sorry. That's way too high for Kamara. I don't think so. I'm sorry. Not a fantasy football podcast here, but I, I was you're not killing gonna, me. I was not going to pick Zeke, and he was the next best. So, but hold on, hold on. The point of the story is so I get Kamara. He's my first round pick, right? I went a little high on Leonard, uh, Leonard Fournette. I think I got him in the third round. Okay. Um, I wake up on, I think it was Tuesday morning, to find out Fournette had been cut, and, <laughs> and Kamara was sitting out in the, to try to get a better contract. Like in one day, my team just failed. Yeah, you're, you're hoping the, the you're hoping the, the NFL folds with coronavirus now. Exactly, but for now, uh, I ended up getting signed by Tampa Bay and Kamara. I guess is practicing this week, so it got salvaged by the end of the week. Okay, hopefully it's not panic mode. Uh, but yeah, you're anyway, scared there for a minute. Though. I, I was very scared. Oh yeah, uh, but at least we're not doing a money league because of COVID. We don't uh, know how high Tom Brady go. go. I don't know if he even got drafted. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I don't know if he's drafted. I'm just curious if some idiot would take him. You know, he's on Buccaneers now. Well, I'm sure some fanboy did late round, but I, I I was a little drunk that night. Honestly, I don't even. I woke up the next day. I drafted four quarterbacks on my team. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, you were a little drunk. Yeah. A little, oh, okay. A little, little drunk. Just a little drunk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but so you're saying you're good at this? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm gonna do some more ribs though uh, Monday for Labor Day. Uh, hobby wise. I did set up a table. Ooh. Yep. I, I moved my table in my basement and got that set up in a new spot. Then actually I got a, uh, a folding gaming table uh, today in the mail as well. Nice. So we can start gaming at the house a little bit more. Well, where'd you get the folding table from? Uh, what's it called, Jeremy? Uh, it's the Alpha Table from... Yeah. Alpha Table. Fer- Fermat- Fermatera? Yeah, Fermatera. Yeah, that's Fermatera. Yep, yeah, me and Ryan both ordered one. Yeah, the awesome. Same, the same time. We got her set the same day. Oh, yeah, I got cool. mine set up too. Yep, they, uh, that, that's going to come in handy because yeah. with COVID, the kids are going to be Absolutely. doing school in the basement, but... So I had to get rid of my old table, and now I have a nice foldable table I can just pop up as I need to. That's great. Yeah, you know, I've had one for a couple of years now, and they've they've served me well, as especially as an overflow table is what I use mine for. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, so I sold it to the wife. I go, this isn't just for gaming. Like if we have a party or something, yeah. we need a table. Oh, absolutely. Here you go. You know, that or, you know, um, game. You know, if you have game night yep. with another couple come over, you bust it out. You know, lots of good space. And, yeah, yeah. It's a nice table. So. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about it for the hobby progress. Uh, oh, I did buy a new um, uh, airbrush compressor as well today. Oh, great. Yeah, my old one died a, a little while back, and normally I go with the cheap ones from Harbor Freight and rely on the warranty after the year and get a new one. And this, year, this time I said, screw it. Um, I went to Hobby Lobby, and I don't know. I got a nice one. I don't even know what it was. Okay. What did yeah, the, t- the table run you, by the way? 230? Yeah, it was like 234. Yeah. Shipped and everything? Yeah, yep. free shipping. Oh, that's not bad. Yep. Yeah, okay. we ended up getting about two weeks. Once they finally got back in stock. Sure. I think it was about two weeks ago we ordered them. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, 
Hopefully, I'll paint that terrain up once I actually get it built here soon. Now that I got my new compressor. Okay. Yeah, so let me know how that compressor goes. So I'm still on the uh, the throwaways from Amazon. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm nice. over it. Hundred bucks every time I need a new one. Yeah, this, this yeah. one seems real solid. Um, it's pretty small. How, okay, it's how loud is it? Have you run it yet? I haven't okay. taken it out of the box yet. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me, you know, because I kind of I have mine basically in my yeah. living room. And so it's kind of tough for me to use it while the wife's watching TV mm-hmm. or whatever because it drowns out the sound of the TV. So I try to get the quietest one I get my hands on. Yeah. Um, but haven't had great luck with them being super quiet. I mean, it's not bad, but it's still tough to watch TV with. Yeah, no, I understand. What about you, Jeff? What do you got going on? Oh, geez. Um, well, I actually cooked up a really awesome thing on the Traeger last weekend. It's worth talking about. I did a uh, pork tenderloin. Excellent. Good and choice. it was a cocoa-crusted pork tenderloin. So I had a, a great rub that was made out of a couple different spices and then some cocoa. And then you throw in some olive oil in there and you make a paste out of it. Okay. And then throw the paste on, toss it on the grill. It took about maybe an hour total. Took it up. It was amazing. It was tender. It was a fantastic cut of meat. And the uh, cocoa crust made for a very uh, unique unique meal that I haven't had that kind of taste yet. Did it actually have, like, cocoa flavor? It was just kind of more, like, blackened. No, it had a cocoa flavor. It definitely did. Um, it was... Have you ever had mole at a Mexican restaurant? I have not. Okay. It reminded me of a mole. Okay. So, it's, it's not like a sweet chocolate, because there's no sugar in there. Uh-huh. So, you're just getting the, the actual chocolate flavor without the sweetness. But, it was good. Oh, and then, I- as far as on my hobby table's concerned, I've been working on that Archeon model for Josh... So I've been putting a lot of hours into that over the week. Um, I got probably a good 20 hours into it so far. I think nice. I got about another 10 left, and he should be wrapped up. Okay. Um, very pleased with how he's coming out. Hey, he looks great. We Thank you. Tonight. Thank you. He's an impressive model. It's, it's a lot of model to paint there, and if it wasn't for the airbrush, I don't think I would be even trying it. Oh, contrast paints wouldn't work well for that? <laughs> no, I don't think they would. <laughs> a little too much surf- surface too, area? Too many big flat surface spaces for the contrast to really work well. Uh, but yeah, he's coming along really nice. I'm happy with it, and I'm looking forward to moving on to some more Sisters of Battle next week after this guy's wrapped up. Good, and hopefully you get your uh, your tank reinforcements for your sisters soon too. Yeah, the tanks are supposed to be coming in this week. Seven, seven tanks. What's next for the sisters? I'm sorry. What, oh, what's next? What's next? Yeah. Um, I got the two uh, Battle Sister squads that I got on my table right now. I got those put together last week too, so they're going to be next up, so I can have all of my troops painted. That's that's the big thing for me now. So yeah, that's what I'm up to, and off to next week. I uh, I figured out what uh, air compressor I got too. Oh, what'd you get? It's a Sparmax TC501N. Okay, well, that I, sounds fancy. I have no idea if it's a piece of shit or not, but and it looks that, legit and it's you, got a fancy box. And you picked that up at Michael's? Uh, Hobby Lobby. Oh, Hobby Lobby. Yep. And what did it run you? Two hundred bucks. Okay, it better be good so for two hundred bucks. Like, it looks it looks very solid. Um. I got a feeling that it's going to be quiet, but I'll find out. Yeah, hey, isn't well, that? Um, let us know. I want a review. I will. Isn't that one of the uh, airbrush makers uh, compressor? Like, oh, like an Awada kind. Yeah, of? I they, think it's. I think they, it's Awada's air compressor. Maybe. Uh, no, they had Awada had its own their own compressors okay. there. They had two. They had two different brushes. They had Awada and something else, and then they had Awada compressors, and then this. The Awada compressors are like fifty bucks less. Okay, um, and they they almost look too small. Where I don't want it, I hate when it's just constantly pumping. Yeah, you want yeah, the air tank. Yeah, overheats yeah. itself or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this one was a little bit bigger and looked like a, a small tank on it, so I think it'll be perfect. Nice, yeah. very cool. 
You know, another thing that that uh, JT and I did over the since the last show was we took a little uh, field trip down uh, by Detroit. We went down to see uh, Michigan Toy Soldier. Oh man, that place is like Willy Wonka for little fat kids that love hobby. <laughs> right, that place is. <laughs> it was a really really cool store. Um, if, if any of you guys are local to the Michigan area and find yourself down in Royal Oak, down by Detroit, highly recommend going down there. Is that a one-off like local store? Yeah, they're an independent. Okay. Yeah, it's the only one that I know of that exists. And, you know, if you're into buying games and that kind of thing, don't bother. But if you're into the painting and hobby side of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the painting and hobby portion of, of our hobby, then I highly recommend going down there. They had so many lines of paint, so many lines of um, inks and tufts. tufts. And yep. They yeah, had, I love the tufts that you got, Jeff, the, the colored flowers for your sisters. I've never seen, like colored tufts like that before. yeah i thought they were pretty unique mm-hmm. you know and i also thought you know the flowers with the with the nuns i thought they kind of meshed well and i thought it would be a nice accent for the models and i'm really happy with how they're looking good i know you both picked up that metallic paint set from there was that something that you were looking for or did you happen to run across that it? was a total impulse buy okay yeah they had the whole scale scale 75 range you know all their paints and then they also had a bunch of their different uh their paint sets so I picked up the uh, copper set. So you get like eight paints that cover the entire range of working with like, like a copper metallic. And I used it on a couple models so far, and I'm really happy with how it's looking thus far. Good. Uh, that's what I'm using for the metallics on Archeon. So I thought I would bust those new paints out and give them a good run on that big fancy model. Sweet. Yeah, there's a couple paints in that set that I was looking to pick up, but they were out of stock. So I ended up just buying the whole set like Jeff did. But I haven't used it yet, I mean... Plan on using it for all my new AdMech stuff. Yeah, it'll look good on the AdMech. Yeah, so super excited to get working on that. Are you planning on rolling red with most of the AdMech stuff? Yeah, I'm going to go Mars, so I'm going to do red uh, for all the ropes and vehicles and that kind of stuff. So um, probably going to stick with the, uh, they have like the tan inset on the robes. Okay. So I'll probably keep that too, which will be a nice contrast for the copper. Yeah, that'll, that'll work really um, well with the copper. Up, yep, and then I ended up picking up uh, weathering powders for uh, rust effects so I can rust up the vehicles and that kind of stuff too. So. Cool, that'll look great. Sweet. Yep. Can't wait to see how it looks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Got to get the models in first. Yeah, yeah, that too. But not that I don't have plenty to work on either. <laughs> sure. Well, hey, I think that about wraps up the uh, What's Cooking segment here. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back in a minute. Thanks, guys. Welcome back, guys. Our next segment is going to be Echoes in the Warp. Uh, we're talking about what's uh, coming up here for Games Workshop, whether it be releases uh, or some rumors. Uh, Jeremy, you know anything coming out here pretty soon? Uh, well, we just learned from their reveal show last weekend that they're going to be coming out with a new uh, Marathi-themed army rule book uh, campaign setting. Uh, whether or not it's going to be kind of like Psychic Awakening for Age of Sigmar is up in the air still. Uh, but they're saying that there's supposed to be new rules, and we've got a new box set coming out with uh, Slanesh and Daughters of Cain. Is that book going to be in the box set, or is that separate? No, it's going to be a separate release, as far as I know. Uh, but the new box set actually has a new character for Slanesh. It's a mortal character for the Slaneshi Horde, which they don't have yet, I don't believe. They don't, but oh, they had the Chaos Lord, who got... Axe. Okay. Is, I, I'm assuming this is just going to be the replacement for him. Hey, probably, maybe. He just looks cooler and he's got yeah. a cool name. He's something something with pleasure and pain or something. He's got this big maze with spikes on it. Have you seen his elf shoes, though? Uh, that's okay. He he's, has pointy elf shoes and looks a little ridiculous. It's just a genie, man. <laughs> he's just, just, just comf- comfy in his bit. loafers. 
Living his living his best life. So you're gonna jump all over that box set when it comes out? Oh yeah, just for the dollars cane side. I actually don't own any snakes yet, so oh, that's a good that's a good match box. for you. Yeah, then. There's like what ten in there? Yeah, something like that. And then Sweet. they actually have a new snake character coming out, and who knows what she's gonna do? But yeah. it's oh. got to be something cool. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. So hopefully the book comes out and it's got a few new rules that actually opens up a different way to play. Because uh, right now you can either go the Marathi route, which is the only way out, or you can go with snakes. <laughs> you can't play with both. They're too expensive to play in a list with Marathi, unfortunately. Well, that is too bad because the models are really cool looking. Yeah, the models are really great. I actually, you know, like I said, I don't own any, but I'd really like to because I like the look of them. That was actually one of the big draws for the army to begin with. And then you don't even, <laughs> not even I, able to I, use them. Then I wasn't even able to buy yeah, any of them. That's yeah. kind of sad. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. Um, and then we also have uh, Lumineth uh, Elves coming out uh, for pre-release tomorrow. Yeah, finally. Uh, ex- finally, finally, Jeff can get his jump start on the army that he got. Yeah, you excited, yeah, finally. Jeff? Yeah, yeah, I am excited. I'm, I'm tired of looking at the box just sitting on my <laughs> shelf because I really can't do anything with it. So yeah, I'll be pulling in a couple of boxes probably of the uh, archers for sure. That'll probably be my first purchase. I think you mean sixteen boxes. No, nah, I'm not gonna go that heavy. Okay. Yeah, at least. Maybe. We'll see. Start playing a few games and figure yeah, out. Oh, 160 right archers? Yeah, I'm going to go this route. I may just this end up better. going, yeah, screw this all. This is what I'm going to go with. So, you know, we'll see. Now you need to run the cab, man. The cab are super awesome looking. I'm I'm attracted to those cavalry models. Those are nice. Yeah, it's about time that they have a, a real cavalry unit. I don't know how they perform. I haven't really looked at the rules. but Yeah, they look okay. You know, the speed is is impressive. Yeah, speed's good. I think they're, they're falling in the trap, though, of they're just expensive. All cavalry in this game is sure. so expensive. Yeah, sure, they say, are. Yeah. That's the trap of Calvary. Yeah, and, and typically, okay, they just have one extra wound from their on-foot counterpart. It's usually not worth the points. Yeah, usually not. And they get a bonus for being on the charge, but it's never good enough to clear anything. So, <laughs> no. so there they sit, yeah, and they get, fair enough. get grinded they, they out. They just get stuck, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of hoping with the combination of that spell that gives you the double movement. Yeah. You know, that's going to give them a 28-inch move, that's which is pretty silly. impressive. Mm-hmm. So I think with that combination, I hope it works out. Well, what else we got going on? What else coming out, Ryan? Uh, well, on the 40K side of things, it's it's a little light right now. Um, there's a lot of anticipation for the Necrons in the Space Marine book, and we're about probably about a month out. That should be sometime in October. Uh, but in the release show, the one thing they did say is uh, there's going to be a new Crusade book already, which is going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I, I think having a bunch of new missions would be cool. Absolutely. Not that I'm tired of the original missions yet. Yeah, we haven't been playing it for yeah, that long. Right, but you know, I'm hoping we could find some more artifacts, maybe some more uh, battle traits yep. or scars and that kind of thing. I think it could be really cool. And and uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit later in the show uh, about Crusade. Um, but one of the things I really like is how each new book is going to have its own Crusade elements in it. So I wonder if this expansion is going to kind of give those armies that aren't going to get a book for a little while a little bit more to pick from while they wait for their own book. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because otherwise, um, I I can see that kind of the power creep real quick if you only have oh, right. the core book no. and then Space Marines have their stuff. Yeah, that could be brutal. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I really hope they kind of keep it balanced going forward as well because, like you said, it it could get really silly yep. really fast. So, you know, they double the amount of artifacts in this new new book, then it, it should be okay. Should yeah, I hope so. Over. Yeah, knock on wood, right? Yeah. I'm just waiting for the new codexes to drop just so we can see how they're going to be formatted for the new edition and see what's included and what we can look forward to for our, the rest of the armies. Yeah, that should be interesting. What I'm really hoping for is by the time Marines and Necrons come out, they have their army builder uh, on their app. <laughs> That'd be nice. I, I, I really, really Keep dreaming at that, that point. Right? It seems to be uh, dead in the water at this point because we haven't heard any updates. It could never happen. Oh, that'd be uh, that'd be a shame. Hey, did you guys see those new Horus Heresy dice they released this week? 
Yeah. Yeah, if you're a Marine player, I guess they're cool. No, I think they look no. sweet. If you are a Legion Marine player, right. that'd be cool. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Uh, nobody plays that. Uh, I do. No, that's neat. I don't. Okay. Well, I think they look awesome. Uh, the dice are cool. Yeah. It's just, you know. Little yeah, at least limited. the symbol's on the right number, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they, they finally learned that. It only that took them 20 bit, years though. to get yeah. that right. I mean. See, they can make real dice that work in the game. <laughs> but no, those dice do look pretty neat. I'm sure that's going to make a lot of people happy. Is there 16 sets or 12? I mean, there's a ton of sets. There's 18 sets. Okay. There's yeah. 18 legions. So each legion did get each, one. Le- okay. Each legion got their own set. Yeah, wow. they, they look cool. Yep. Very neat. I was hoping that they'd come in weird shapes and designs like the Lumineth dice. <laughs> oh, jeez. Are those things atrocious or what? I just, I don't get it. I mean, they no. made some wonky dice, but those are, they're not even dice. You know, one of the things I hate the most when I go to tournaments is when people try to pull out these odd-ass dice. Yeah. Oh, I freaking hate it. Oh, the Nurgle dice are awesome. You can read those really well. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's worse than seeing someone roll dice in front of you and you can't figure out what they rolled. Well, it's not even that, but then these, these stupid dice that they have. They're not real dice. They don't actually roll like real. It's not. It's oh, not like the squig random. dice that bounce? Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. Perfect example. So, I mean, it's not even necessarily the, the hardest of uh, seeing, but those dice aren't competitive dice. They no, they don't they're roll not. like real dice. So, you want to play on a Friday night? That's cool. A tournament? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's just annoying. Well, I think that wraps it up for Echoes in the Warp. So, we're, we're going to go into our next segment here in a minute, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're going to move on to the next segment here where we're going to talk about Crusade and what we're doing and our thoughts on it and all that fun stuff. What do you got, Ryan? Uh, Crusade, for those that don't know, it is 9th edition's uh, narrative play. Um, It's actually, I I think, a lot of fun. Uh, You're supposed to start small, but in reality, you could play at any size and just keep going. Um, But we uh, we started at 25 power level, which is what they recommend. And essentially what you do is you kind of narratively build a force, and as time progresses, you, you expand on it. You get uh, a bigger force, you can upgrade your characters, um, units can get injured or characters can get injured and then get battle scars. Uh, so it's just a really cool kind of narrative uh, uh, way to play the game. Um, one of the biggest things about it is that they suggest power level, which I know for us, uh, especially coming from 8th edition, that's a big change. We weren't big power level guys. Yeah, I'm still not. I'm not, I don't buy into the power level. <laughs> oh, really? Not, not for 40K. There's so many options in 40K, and that's the appeal for 40K. At this point, I haven't minded it at all. I haven't missed the points thus far. Um, well, it's because you're rolling in with, like, squads of melted guns and melted pistols yep. and flamers. And... I hate it. As a Primaris player where, hey, I have a squad of dudes that all carry the same weapons, I hate power okay. level. Okay. Well, you know, but I haven't abused it. No, no, you haven't. No, we're not saying that you abused no, no, it, but I we're just you. saying that it's it's there. And you're not paying the points for it, so you're not noticing it as much. But 40K, I think, is it's a game of options, and that's what's appealing about it as far as, you know, like Sigmar, where you have two options. That's and, true. And, it, yeah, and the units, it, the units are, are built and pointed, and their stats change depending on the weapons that you take, and yeah. that's not the way that 40K works. And the game's going to have to take a real turn to get to that point, and I don't want to see it to get to that point. I like to have hey, this guy can carry a melted gun and this guy can carry a plasma gun and that kind of stuff. It just Well, one of my favorite things about 40K in general is the list building. It's okay, hey, you know, I'm playing a 1850 game, which is what we used to play, uh, but now it's 2,000. So at the end of the day, I have 1,992 points. What can I do with those eight points? Yeah, there's that, always something you can do for eight And points. that was a big decision. Sure. You know, it's like, okay, I got eight extra points, dude. I can... What, what can I squeeze yeah, in here? I can squeeze something, maybe yeah. two things. <laughs> and, you know, the only concern I have, like JT was just saying, with, with the upgrades is how accurate are those power level points? 
I don't know if they necessarily are. There's not a good way to do it because there's no in-between. Yeah, know? no, that's true. Um, the other thing that I really like about points over power level is your ability to add that one model to the unit. Yeah. So, you know, with the power level, it's kind of like I could take five sisters yep. or I can take 10 sisters or 15. You know, where with the points, I can go, I'll take eight. Yep. Oh, hey, I'm 10 points over my list. Okay. I can shave a sister out. Yeah, exactly true. Yeah, I went down to a barbecue last weekend where we were playing in some points games, and it was a very different experience building my list with (laughs) with the points versus the power level, which we've been doing for the last couple months. I don't don't mind the power level for a quick pickup game just to get the models on the table and play it, but I still think points is the way that 40K needs to be played. No, I, I... I don't necessarily disagree. Um, I do think, though, that you could easily play Crusade with points. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's nothing There's nothing about it that I've seen so far that makes me think, well, this wouldn't work with points. Well, I mean, it would be exactly the same. I mean, once you once you set a, or make a unit in Crusade, that's it. So their weapons, their war gear, that's it. It's locked in. Yeah, and so you could do the exact same thing with sure. points. And I have this 207-point squad, and it's geared out just like this, and it's going to stay that way. You know, so you could you could easily do it. Sure. Uh, one of the things I also really like about the Crusade is is giving each unit their their Crusade point value. Yes. You know, so if you have a unit that you've been playing with for a long time that has a bunch of experience through games, they've gotten multiple upgrades. Every time you give a unit an upgrade, they gain a Crusade point. And then when you go and you play with an opponent, you take your list and how many Crusade points your units have earned. And, and just for those that don't know, you. Crusade points are still different than your power level points. Yeah, they're completely different. They're its own thing. Yep. All they are is a way to track how much experience your units in your army have earned. And you just as you just compare all of your, your Crusade points, and you can compare that to all your opponent's Crusade points. And then whoever has the fewer Crusade points, they get one command point in the game for every two difference that there is. So if I have... You know, five crusade points, and Ryan has one crusade point. That's a difference of four, so he would get two free command points during the game to make up for that power imbalance of our units. Yeah, which I think is a, is a good thing to do. You know, if you got somebody that's not as free or playing as frequently, or is just starting and you've been playing it for a little while, that's uh, a really good way to balance it, it out. It is a good way. It, you know, it can bring a it can bring some balance to the games and make it so it's not quite so lopsided. Yep. Because some of those advancements that you can pick up. With the uh, with the battle traits and whatnot can be pretty game changing. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we're going to get into it in a little bit, but there's some really cool ones out there. Um, what we've done to kind of keep it, I think, fairly balanced and not super competitive, is when units get upgraded uh, and they get a battle honor, we roll randomly on the chart rather than just picking one. Absolutely, because yeah. Yeah, we made you, that house rule from day one. Pick one, you can get gamey really quick. Uh, for instance, my my captain, my Phobos uh, captain. Who just has like a cool bolt sniper rifle? Basically, uh, his weapon enhancement is increased range by six inches. Nice. So it's garbage. Uh, there are some really, really good ones, but if I just picked a good one right out the shoot, it wouldn't be nearly yeah, as fair. And and it also there's some excitement in that role, oh, yeah, right? It, it brings some enjoyment. You know that anytime you have that random table in gaming, yep. there's just always something about that that suspense yeah. that you have when you're about to roll the dice. Well, it's like. Uh, Last week, he, he died in the game, so I had to roll on a chart, um, and he got a battle scar, and he lost a leg. Uh, and nice. I'm like, crap, you know, this sucks. You know, I rolled the one, I rolled so on the what, chart. What was the penalty you had for that, losing a leg? Minus one move and All minus right. one to charge in advance. Excellent. So, so for him, though, I mean, he's just kind of buffing other guys, and sure. he's got a sniper rifle. 
I can live with that. Did you let it go? I let it go. Yeah. Nice. A couple of my, you know, you can burn a requisition point or lose some experience and, and basically heal yourself from that, that battle scar. And this one, though, I'm like, no, it's not that game changing. And now it's just kind of a cool story. My captain, he lost a leg now. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so it's pretty neat. Yeah, and he makes you minus one crusade point as well. Exactly. So it balanced out the plus one crusade point he had for uh, for leveling up. So <laughs> I had a game with JT a couple weeks ago where my um, missionary had gotten a chest wound. Oh, my robot punched him right oh, yeah, in the chest. Crushed his, crushed his rib cage. What'd that do? Uh, minus one wound. Oh, yeah, see, that, so that's brutal. He's only rolling with three instead of four. <laughs> But I let I let it ride. I'm like, what the hell? Who cares? I don't care about this guy anyway. He doesn't do much for me in the game. So I just thought I added a cool cool story. That is cool. And so again, that's a big thing about Crusade is, you know, you're not making a brand new list every single week. You know, you don't have your entire pool. Or I'm sorry, your entire book to choose from. You have a certain pool. Exactly. So you, have to, you have to live with these characters or units that get hurt. So what's for your, better or worse, right? Yeah, for better or worse. Yeah. What's your guys' thoughts on that? Do you like being so limited with your army selection? No, I, I, I really like it, actually. Um, what I like about it is that you always have a purpose in your game. Yeah. So, you know, standard pickup game, you might be getting your butt kicked, and in turn three, you're like, all right, well, I don't have a chance in this game. I'm, I'm done. Yep. But with the Crusade, you could be like, all right, well, I might be getting my butt kicked, but if I can kill another unit with this with my unit over here, well, then that's going to give me an experience point. Yep. And I want this unit to advance. So, you know, there's more game within a game going on. And I, I really like those extra incentives, you know, to get more out of the game than just winning and losing. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, a lot of other things going on as far as advancing your force without having to win the game. Yep. Uh, Woody experienced that a couple weeks ago when I played him. Was like, I tabled him. But his last couple of units, he was trying to finish off a couple of my units just sure. to get them some extra experience. Absolutely. Uh, which is cool. And same thing with the secondaries, you know. Uh, or the, the agendas, I should say. Yeah, the agendas. You know, it's not just secondary points for the game. It's they That directly affects the game, whether it's experience points. Um, I think you might be able to get a requisition point from, from one of them. Okay. Uh, so there's some cool agendas out there. But I, I really like pulling from our pool instead of the Army book every single week. Uh, you know, it really adds, again, it's a narrative-based campaign. That's the whole point of it. And so you got to pick a unit for the long haul. Yeah. So it's not like, hey, I just want to try out, you know, some eliminators this week. It's... Hey, I'm going to play these eliminators, and then they're they're there in my list. So if I know I'm going against, uh, you know, whether it be Jeremy, who's reliant on his characters to buff his Admite guys, I'm going to take those eliminators again and and try to snipe out the characters. So it, it's cool. It's uh, it's different. Yeah, and I think it's going to add a lot of a neat situations down the road after we've been doing this for a while. Yeah, because your pool is going to it can has the it has the potential to get very large, and it will really allow you to micro build your lists to your opponents which is always fun as well so i can be like you know hey i know i'm playing ryan this week he's gonna have you know crimson fist space marines so you know i better not take these sisters repentia because they're gonna get mowed down before <laughs> they can ever get to them so instead i'm gonna take a retributor squad with some multi melted guns because i know he's got those three tanks that he brings every week that always kick my ass well and that's it too is you know what your other people's are right and so you know like oh right now ryan actually this week i just added an executioner so but before this week you knew i had no tanks in my army so you didn't have to worry so much about anti-tank because you know i'm going all infantry yeah uh so that that does help you as well oh it's great and, and it's a game within a game right yep. you know and another awesome fun part like what you're saying you mm -hmm. just added the extra tank now i know thank you by the way i'll, I'll build for that <laughs> yeah, next get, game. get them up the melted guns in right i appreciate that Jeff. yep <laughs> No, but what's awesome too, and this is things I've experienced in past campaigns, 
where, you know, all of a sudden you're make, making secret buys and, and secret builds. So, you know, the people who you're playing with don't know this new you that you're working on <laughs> and you're kind of working on it in secret. And then you whip it out on the table in the game and you kind of catch it by surprise, <laughs> which is always a lot of fun. Yeah. So that, that that's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, like you said, the game within a game, I think, is going to be pretty neat. Yeah, I keep telling them that this is all I'm going to build because this is all I feel comfortable with building without painting. Uh, I'm going to surprise them and bring, <laughs> yeah, right. bring some new stuff that they didn't even expect. You got an order coming in from China? Uh, no, I've got stuff in boxes still sitting down. Oh, excellent. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about the uh, the traits or the battle honors and battle scars system? I, I really like the system. Uh, again, I'm... I'm a little apprehensive going forward with as new codexes come out. Mm -hmm. I think that has the potential to get pretty skewed, but if they do it right and they do it conservatively, it has the potential to just to be really awesome. So for those that haven't glanced over the rules yet, um, the way that this game works is your characters, they do not automatically get relics or warlord traits. You have to spend requisition points to buy a warlord trait or to buy relics. Uh, and then your your units, they gain levels by experience points. Um, you get experience points for, for different ways, by fighting in the battle, by killing units, by doing uh, uh, hidden agendas. Uh, that will get them experience points. And once they get to 6 is the first one. Yeah, 6. And then 16 is six, the 16, one. and then it's like 30. Okay. I mean, I think there's there's four total ranks that you okay. can achieve. Um, again, you get there that first rank pretty quick, yeah. and then it slows down big time after that. So once you do gain a rank, you can, uh, you can roll... If you're a unit, oops, sorry. If you are a unit, you roll on um, a battle honor uh, chart, which is like four different ones, depending if you're a character, a monster, a vehicle, or another unit. Uh, or if you're a character or a vehicle, you can roll on a weapon enhancement chart. And there's some pretty neat stuff in there. Like one of them, uh, my infiltrators, I think, got headhunters. So I'm plus one to hit and plus one to wound against characters. That's great. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, but then again, like I said just a minute ago, my, my uh, captain, he got plus six inches to his 30-inch gun, so it's not a huge deal anyway. No, it's not a huge deal. I mean, but that, that's... Well, but once we move table size. Uh, that's true. Yeah, and <laughs> but that's also the deal with rolling random, right? Yeah. You know, because there's that suspense yep. of what you're going to roll. Uh, and then if you if a unit dies at the end of the, the, the game, you roll dice for each unit that died, and on one, you have to roll on the battle scar system, or uh, chart, which that one is actually pretty brutal. It can be. It very, it very much can be. I think I lost on my eliminators. Um, they lost uh, the ability to claim objectives, which is rough for snipers when that's what they're supposed to do. Uh, so I promptly burned a requisition yeah. point. And, th and that's and, one and of the awesome things, that. too, is that you can always burn a requisition point yeah. to, to remove a battle scar. Or, yeah. well, you can't burn experience points to get rid of a battle scar. You can take an experience point hit instead of taking a battle scar. Gotcha. So it's either 1d6 experience or a battle scar, yep. your choice. Um, and the requisition points are basically the points, every time you play a, a battle, each player earns a requisition point for playing the battle. And you can, as Warren was saying earlier, you can use those to build your force, change your units, or in this case, eliminate a battle scar. Yep. Uh, what's uh, What do you guys think about the missions so far? I've been enjoying the missions. They've been a lot of fun. So there's three for the first 25 power level, yep. six for 50 power level, yep, and then six more for six 100, for 100, and, and then, then five, uh, three. Six, three more for 150. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, right there, that's, well, 16 or 18 missions. 18 missions. And then they have the book coming out, which who knows how many are going to yeah. be in that book. I don't think we're going to be uh, shy and needing missions anytime soon. Correct. I've only played one of the new of the six. 
<laughs> and I think I only played one time for each of the the three and the twenty five bar. Level. Oh, lucky you! <laughs> I you, did the assassin one in the in the uh, the patrol level quite a few times, but they were still fun. Which I like the assassin one because, like you said, you might be getting your butt kicked, but as long as you're killing enemy characters, it doesn't right? matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, which is the fun thing about some of these missions is yeah. that's not all about necessarily you know crushing your opponent. It's about achieving that specific item. Yeah, and that's why you know, I think they're they're relatively balanced. Um, it is kind of weird, and again, I haven't played a full-fledged game of ninth yet, so I don't know if it's necessarily the same, but the, the way the points are scored, it's all by 10s. and so I mean, Yeah, it's not the same for regular 40K. Okay. So like, we're getting up to like 85 points in a game. and Yeah, that's just, yeah that's you get so into high different. points in the other ones too, like at, at that barbecue I went to last weekend. But you can, you can also, I mean, these are literally like 10, 20-point jumps. Sure. In ninth edition, it's, it's smaller, right? Like you can get like 12 points in a turn. Right. Yeah, yeah, you, okay. yeah. Fifteen, fifteen is usually the max you can get for your primary, okay. and then your secondaries give you a bunch. Yeah, it's you know, like, like these one don't of the, have those, those smaller number points in this game. Yeah, one of the one of the ones I had last week was I had to uh, keep track of how many models in my enemy's army I killed. Okay, and then at the end of the game, you got a number of victory points equal to that number divided by ten. Okay, so if you killed seventy models, you get seven points. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that's not. Not a, or it's a lot different. Yeah, quite a, quite a bit different. Which I dig that. Yeah, I played uh, a, a crusade mission last week that I thought was awesome. I can't remember the name of it, but it was the it was the last mission in the fifty power level category, and that mission was all about getting your units off of the opponent's battle edge. Okay. So that made for a really really cool dynamic in the game where you really weren't super concerned about killing your enemy, you were concerned about keeping your units alive to get them off the, the edge of the table. That mission was called Behind Enemy Lines. That makes sense. Behind Enemy Lines. All right. Which, that's an entirely different concept right. to, to play. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, and the cool thing was is that every time you got a unit off the table, you got double its value and power level for victory points. Wow. So if you had an eight, you know, eight power level unit that you got off the table, that got you sixteen points. Okay. Oh man, I'm trucking my castling unit across the table. <laughs> yeah, right. Get over four times too. Yeah, that's the <laughs> whole forty-eight points. Absolutely, there. that's the whole idea. You know, and Woody and I played that game last week and had a great time, uh-huh. and we finished the game seventy-seven to seventy-seven. Unbelievable. How crazy is that? How many of your units did you get across? I ended up getting. I think I pulled four, four or five off the table okay. at the end. But the really crappy thing was is that I had surrounded his Viper jet bike with like three characters and a Seraphim unit with only two left. Uh-huh. Blew it up in hand-to-hand combat. They were right on his board edge. He rolls a six and it explodes. <laughs> so it killed both the Seraphim and two of the three characters. Awesome. I totally would have won the game if yeah, I was three more units oh, across. Easily. I mean they they were ready to jump off the table. <laughs> Freaking roll that six and ruin my day. Oh, that sucks. That was awesome though. It was pretty epic, I must admit. Crushed it too hard. Yeah, right. Just a little too shouldn't have got so close to the gas tank. Uh one thing I really like, um I mean the missions are cool, but the the secondaries, the hidden agendas I think are really neat. Um a lot or about half of them. Uh take the action into play. Yeah. Which, again, we haven't played a full game of ninth yet, so I wasn't really sure how the action worked. And I think that's really neat. I like that that system. The, the action is a cool dynamic. Yep. And one of the awesome uh, traits that you can get is a trait that allows you to take an action and still shoot yeah, in a turn. Yeah, which is awesome. Which, after you start playing a lot of those secondaries and those 
actions come into play more, mm-hmm. you really see the value of that. Well, I mean, that's a huge decision. It's, okay, do I do I do the action move or not move, but do I do an action and forego shooting or mm-hmm. charging? Right. You know, is it worth not doing that damage to get these extra points? Uh, which I, I, I love again, game within a game. Absolutely. You really gotta well, yeah, and then that. you can start building units into your army that aren't necessarily important to you know shoot or yeah. fight hand in hand, and that their their purpose in your army is to go out yep. and, and achieve just play the missions. Action. That's right. Which is I'm actually I'm, I really want to start if I had more time I would start Tyranids uh, or bring my Tyranids in the Crusade because that reason right there Tyranids are are fast they have so many natural deep strikers they can do that stuff brilliantly without losing a lot, like 10 uh, Termagants. I could care less if they don't shoot something that turn, and they can perform an action. That's that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's the hive mind adapting. Exactly. There you go. Which is the same reason why I should play with 48 Hive Tyrants if I really wanted to. Okay. Would you take actions with those? Maybe with three of them. (laughs) Or you can just play with three and call it No, the hive mind doesn't operate that way. It's not Codex Hive Tyrant. It's Codex Tyranids. It's Codex Hive Mind, and Hive Mind wants Hive Tyrants. Hive Mind will have Hive Tyrants. It's not very fluffy, Ryan. <laughs> I disagree. It'll, Hive Mind will literally create anything that it needs to create in order to defeat uh, the enemy. Well, maybe you're not as smart as the Hive Mind. Well, we know what Ryan's favorite unit in this Crusade Army is. How about you, Jeff? What's your favorite? Well, oh, I don't actually play Tyranids. No, it doesn't even matter. It's it's still your favorite unit, even in your Crimson Fist. <laughs> That's fair. I'm going to paint you up a Crimson Fist Hive Tyrant. <laughs> That's fair. I already know Jeff's answer. Oh, what's my answer? Your stupid battle engine thingies. That's what the Penitent engines. engines. Absolutely. They're repent, my Ryan, unit. repent. Oh, I love that unit. Broken ass. It's so fantastic. Nonsense. It's broken. Freaking Crazy guys trapped in a machine, running forward, fire shooting out of their arms. I what, shouldn't what? say they're broken. They're broken at 25 power level. Might okay. be at 52. I don't uh, know. No, I got my execution oh, at 50. Okay. We're good. They got smoked right. last game pretty bad. What would he kill him with? Well, he didn't kill him. He just ran they away ran, with him. They ran off the table. <laughs> they did. They ended up running off the table. Yeah, they I were shot good. him down in one round of combat with uh, my castled robots. Yeah, see? Yeah. Big surprise there. But they got to you first. They at least killed something before no, they, they got they to you. They consolidated into me and they got wiped out. They killed like 10 Vanguard. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I hope they're proud of themselves. Hey. <laughs> Their blades were wet with blood. That's all they want. <laughs> yeah, oil, not blood. <laughs> uh, do you have... What, what's your next big unit that you want to add to the Crusade? The next big unit I'm going to be adding... Well, I'm actually going to add two small units with the two Battle Sister units. Oh, I shouldn't I say finally big. got in. What, what are you most looking forward to adding in your Crusade? Exorcist Battle back? Tank. Okay. Yeah, that might be my new favorite unit after it starts blowing shit up. What's uh, that power level? That's a nine. Okay. Nine power level tank. I mean, it's it's not hardcore. No. It just shoots a lot, which is always fun. Good. JT, what do you think? What's uh, your favorite unit? Well, right now it's the Castellan Robots just because they don't have that does anything. Your Castellan Robots killed so many sisters. Yeah, that, that would have been a way better game if I would have read the rules and known that they could have targeted what you <laughs> chump charged into them with one robot and smoked it and the other three could have shot at whatever they wanted to. But that's my fault for not reading the rules. Oh, you, you could have done that? Yeah, it's the, it's not have, a simul shot? No, so no, in the new rules with vehicles, rules. vehicles can allocate, but if they don't kill what is in combat with them, the rest of the shots are wasted. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that one robot shooting 18 shots. Yeah, here, probably, probably, probably would have smoked killed, a chump. Yeah. Well, it was more than likely. More than then likely. I kind of shot some more important stuff. But live and learn, they still killed like nine units that game. Yeah, you so. smashed a bunch of units with that, that stupid 
unit of robots. Yeah, nice narrative, fluffy list with three castellans. No, in it's there. got four. Jesus. A bunch Christ. of bodies piled at their feet. No, dude, they just brought the robots. They're excavating some archaeotech. <laughs> <clears throat> They're there digging up with their little gun hands and... Every time they try to dig something up, they're getting harassed by Crimson Fist. It's just a battle. But yeah, looking forward to the next unit. I want to actually put the, uh, I don't even know what they're called, the Chicken Walkers with the guns. Not, they're not the Iron Striders. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Are they Iron Striders? Iron Striders. Yeah, Iron Striders. The other ones are, I don't know. Alistari or something like that. Yeah, something weird. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Those are great looking models. Yeah, they're great. And they're actually great on the tabletop, too. Uh, they shoot a lot and kill a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, Excellent. They'll, they'll do well at the small point games because they're pretty cheap uh the other four power level a piece yeah which is so, that's great yeah. at 50 better yeah. hurry up we won't be playing small games very much longer <laughs> no they'll fit right in next to the robots <laughs> i think uh right now my favorite unit i've only played two games with the crusade i added them in because he's only four points is the the new lieutenant from the dominus box holy heck has that guy crushed it. he's killed five units in two games in hand-to-hand i am so tired of marine characters already Dude, yeah but doesn't so he have good. a sweet sword no so he he has the master crafted power sword so he's at strength five he has four attacks hits on twos re-rolls ones to wound um and because marines when he charges or if he gets charged he bumps him up to five attacks uh the new power sword now is minus three rend at two damage uh, so the first game, he wrecked some Eldar. He killed like three Eldar things in combat. So he immediately leveled up. Uh, I rolled for his uh, his item or weapon enhancement, and I got Fleshbane on his sword, which is an additional damage. Awesome. So now, so now his Mastercrafted Power <laughs> three Sword flat. Is, is three flat damage. The power Fist. Minus three, yes, and strength five with five attacks hit on twos. A, a not minus one to hit Power Fist? Yep, no, not minus one to hit uh, Mini Power Fist. The guy, he, he's sweet. So right now he's, he's my favorite character. Um, I've been really looking forward to getting that uh, Repulsor ex- Executioner in the list. It's now officially in the list. I just I still don't know when I'm going to play it at 19 power level and a 20 or in a 50 power level that's a, game. That's a lot of points it for is. one for a game. You know, I was doing just some some quick stuff with him, and then you know, 10 intercessors right there. That that's 29 power level. I have 21 left. You got to have your captain or even the lieutenant. That's five or six. So you're left with basically 15 power level, which it, for Marines that's like three three man units you know it's, is that it's, even a troop can no, you get a three no, man I, unit as a troop I, no i have my 10 man intercessors oh, okay. as my troop i'll still play a patrol attachment oh you can fit it in a patrol obviously yeah. Yeah. so then there'd be like eliminators uh uh eradicators and then losing five five power level so this doesn't sound like a bad list to me at all <laughs> it's not a bad list but again i've been trying to go more fluffy um, and the list just doesn't, in my mind, it doesn't make sense. So they keep taking it in the rear. I'm sure it's fluffy for you to bring this big tank to get some revenge. Uh, a little bit. Oh, yeah, Captain called up the heavy reinforcements. That's why he brought in the Eradicators, which have been absolutely bonkers the last two games. That's probably my second favorite unit. And you haven't been having any problem killing Eldar. No, no. No problem killing an Eldar. No problem killing Necrons. I haven't had a chance at Sisters again since... Uh, they really tabled me, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, it was a few weeks ago. Yeah, so we need to get re- revenge on the Sisters still. But yeah, no Marines are fun. They're just they're they're a little bit finicky because uh, the points for everything um, you can't fit a lot in. Yeah, that's that is definitely a thing. Yeah, you definitely have to be very selective with what you're taking. Well, the problem is, is again everything's five. You have a couple things at six, which is okay, but then literally there's only like two units that have for Primaris that have four power level. Sure. So as soon as you take one of those not five point units, you're off and you're totally points. screwed. Totally yeah, screwed. And you're like, yeah. Well, I don't want to play four. Or three power level under, right. you know, and so especially when you're paying fifty, correct? Yeah, three yeah, out of fifty is pretty yeah. significant. 
So it's it's yeah, a little a unit wonky. out of most books. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, once once you get more, uh, the math will turn out better. And again, that's kind of the reason why I like points better because yeah, you can micromanage yep, it and say yeah. I'll take out one intercessor. Sure. Well, maybe next time we do a crusade, we'll try it up points and see how it goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what's cool too about the crusade is. Is all right, we, we max out at this and we start playing some normal point games. And then, hey, you know what? I just got a new Eldar army mm-hmm. and I want to bring this back in. Well, you still have your crusade, it's still sitting right. there, it's all done up, and you can easily go back to it anytime and, and add new armies. Totally true. So, that, that part's pretty nice. Yeah, very, very true. So, JT, what are you looking forward to in Crusade? Uh, bigger games so we can actually play some real Warhammer. Okay, <laughs> bigger games are good. Yeah, the uh, the small the small maps that we played, not only the small points, but the small maps we played are They're kind of restrictive. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to. It's, it's definitely a different dynamic with the smaller yep. table playing on half a table, basically. Yeah, I'm looking forward to actually trying out the new 44 by 60 size of the recommend and the mats that we got and stuff. I am too. I tried that out last weekend. It was interesting. Uh, so you played the full game on that size? Yeah, a couple. How how was it? <clears throat> um. Well, I played against a. Raven Guard Army that was incredibly annoying. Okay. Because they, you know, especially aren't allowed to miss. I don't know if you knew that or not, but you're not allowed to miss if you play Marines. So every single thing in your army has a reroll. Bolter drill, bro. Yeah. They're the entitled army, man. Well, and then he had this other stupid trait that allowed him to reroll a hit roll and a reroll to wound roll with every single unit in his army. There's some trait he took. I can't Where's remember. Where's that what it was. from? Raven Guard. That's just the Raven Guard trait. I thought that was probably. Salamanders. I don't know who uh, knows. Whatever it was, were they all carrying little personal trophies too? Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> it was brutal, is what it was. I mean, I had a good first turn. I killed a good chunk of his army, and he still mocked me. It was it was over in turn like three. And you didn't play our sisters, right? No, I played with an Eldar army because that's what I had, fully painted. You know, they're hurting right now. Yeah, and then I played a. Another guy after that who had a, a army it was a, like basically a demon army. Okay. So he had two bloodthirsters. He had that giant corn, like titan on a tank model. Oh yeah, what is it, a skull reaper? Is that what it's called? I think so no, it's like the Lord Lord of Skulls. Yeah. yeah, okay. So he had one of those, and they had these other two Forge World models that were like, uh, kind of like. Scorpions. Oh, the like brass a, scorpion? They weren't brass scorpions. They were smaller than the brass scorpion model okay. is. But they kind of, I can't even tell you what they were called. <laughs> okay. So you had these two walker things, and then you had, after that it was like two units of, of blood letters and then two units of Alpha Legion cast Space Marines. Yeah. And so he threw all five of the big things right up on the front line, and we were playing this mission. We used like those uh, cards the war cards, the open war cards, open war deck, and so the deployment zone that we we rolled up, we played long way, and both of our deployment zones met each other in the middle of the table. So <laughs> and he's, he's got these five titans, <laughs> and That's so sweet. he just put them right up on the front line, and I basically deployed on the back edge yeah. <laughs> of the table. That's weird. Yeah, and I, I killed both of the greater of the greater demons before he could get to me, but then the other three things got to me, and they just tore me up. Where's your wraith knight? I didn't bring a Wraith Knight. Why'd you bring a Wraith Knight? Because I couldn't fit in my list. I they haven't been good since having an addiction. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the points and stuff for the Wraith Knight now. I don't. They might be good. He might not be good. I think I'm they went sure. way down on points. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Well, they probably went back up. Just yeah, like everything else did. I, I didn't even look. I, I brought my Hornets with all their shooty little guns. Mm, of course. And they did some damage. 
Um, but yeah, we had a good time. Good. You know, and it was actually ended up being fairly close. If I would have been able to kill a third big thing, I think I would have had a shot. Okay. I probably should have ignored the the big, th- you know, Lord of Skulls and gone for the two smaller scorpion things. You had things. a chance to actually kill those. You think? Yeah, yeah. I was throwing some shots at the Lord of Skulls after the two greater demons got killed, kind of hoping I'd slow it down, uh-huh. and I did. Uh, I did slow it down, but by then it was already inside into me, and it was just too late. That's what she said. Yep. Hey, she was already into me. What uh, what are your future hopes for Crusade? Um, my future hopes are the new book coming out is going to add a lot of fun. The stuff. Crusade book, the new Crusade book. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to and seeing what they're going to do narratively. You think it's weird that they're already adding a book? I do think it's kind of early. Two months in, it's pretty fast. But if it's no, we don't cool, have a release date on it either, though, it could be early next year. That's, that's true. Yeah, good that's point. That's true. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with it. And I do like it's themed. It's themed to that that crusade or yeah. whatever it is. You know, they have like an actual story arc that they're going to be telling. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like, at least. So I'm excited to see what they're going to be doing with that that stuff. Good. How about you, Ryan? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm most looking forward to uh, the crusade-specific stuff in codexes. I think that's going to be pretty neat. You know, right now, everyone can take Mastercrafted Armor as a relic from the Crusade book. Yep. And I'm looking forward to it's a good being, relic. You know, when, when Tyranids come out, for example, what Tyranid specific Crusade stuff they'll have. Uh, I think they're going to have some pretty fluffy and neat war gear options. And uh, so, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to, to new books and seeing what they have. I know, you know, with uh, with Age of Sigmar, with the Path of Glory, it's two pages in the in the in the book. It's not that cool. It's, what is this Path to Glory? You're exactly of? right. Um, it's kind of, kind of honestly, just a waste of space in the book, and I'm, I'm really hoping with as much effort uh, that they clearly have put into Crusade that it'll actually be some worthwhile stuff in the book. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, you so. know, and if they started doing Path of Glory like this, mm-hmm. I would totally do Path of Glory. Yeah, it's just it's so much more. You know, I mean, when you have forty freaking pages and eighteen specific missions, you know, there's just so much effort and right. there's so much depth to it that it's fun. It's not an afterthought. Yeah, yeah, which. Again, I think a lot of their campaigns that they've done have kind of been an afterthought. Or I shouldn't say that. They just haven't put the time into it. Correct. You know, you can't have a campaign with three pages worth of material. Exactly. You just, you just can't. Yeah, and I like what I've seen so far. Yep. And I'm hoping it continues. Yeah. What's also neat is, again, it's so thought out and there's so much to it. I feel like other times we've done campaigns, we've almost had to add our own material to it mm-hmm. and kind of our own spin on it. Right. And this one you don't need to. It's just, boom, do it. Here's everything that you need. Yeah, it's pretty clean. Yeah. And I, I appreciate it being clean. Yep, I agree. You know, they, they didn't mess with the map. Sometimes maps get wonky. There's no map. You True. don't need to worry about that. Well, and it's independent upon uh, participation. Absolutely. You know, so I can play two games a week, and you can play one game every other yeah. week, and we can still play. Yep. I'm not having to sit around and wait for you to catch up. Yeah. Which, that has a strong appeal to me. Well, that's yeah, like, the only way to make campaigns work, because you can't count on people to show up yeah. every week. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. I think last last week against Josh was either my sixth or seventh game, and that was his very first one. And again, he got, I think, three or four extra command points, but it wasn't so out of whack. Granted, our armies were very out of whack, because he's playing old Necrons, and they just didn't work too well. But it wasn't so out of whack, where it's like, oh man, you just started this campaign, I'm going to crush you. Yeah, he didn't have a bad taste in his mouth. From the difference in campaign experience. Correct, yeah. And so that that was nice. He could just jump right in, even yeah. though we're... He had a bad taste in his mouth from his army book. Yes. But not from the campaign yes. part. Yep. So that, that part's nice. Yeah, that's great. 
Well, hey guys, uh, thanks for going on this little delve and crusade with us. Uh, we're enjoying it. We hope you do too. And hang on, and we'll come back and close out the show. All right, guys, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to check us out on all of our socials. Uh, website is ckgamingdojo.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, Cobra Kai Gaming. Uh, our Twitter handle is CK Gaming Dojo. CK Gaming Dojo. I don't. I don't tweet, so I'm sorry. But you guys should tweet us yeah, at CK Gaming Dojo. Yep. Yep. At us all day long. I uh, hope you had fun listening tonight. Like we said before, we really enjoy Crusade. Uh, we really hope that you guys try it. Uh, we will be back next week. Hope everybody has a great uh, or had a great Labor Day weekend. Take care. Peace, See you guys. Uh,